My name is Dan Harris, and I'm trying. So, first things first, this is episode three. We are about April 11th, 2018. So, uh, you know, this is the third podcast. That's the magic number, you know. They say before you put out your first podcast, you should uh, get at least like three in the bank. That way you can publish all three at once, and then you got something to go on from there. So, after I get this one edited here about next week, week and a half, I'm hoping to have them published and we'll see how this goes. So, that's pretty exciting. Um, besides that, we don't have any feedback yet because obviously these ones haven't been, these podcasts haven't been published yet. So, uh, we're going to go jump right into the podcast itself and see where we go from there. Um, first thing I want to talk about is an update. Uh, last podcast about two weeks ago. First of all, I need to apologize. It sounds like crap. That one was horrible. Uh, I was just recovering from a cold. I don't know if I mentioned that in the podcast or not. I had had this really bad, uh, I don't know, just your, your normal average cold, you know, sinus cold, and it just didn't go away. I had the thing for like two weeks, and I, I think I did mention it because it kind of put me off from podcasting from for almost an extra week. So it just just hung around and hung around. It was one of those things you couldn't get rid of. And finally my wife talked me into going to, you know, one of the clinics nearby and uh, went in there. Sure enough, they gave me a shot of uh, histamine uh, antibiotics and then put me on antibiotics. And within a week it was gone. But that was during the, uh, I think, last couple days there where everything uh, was finally being done and I just like okay I gotta get this podcast done so I went down and recorded it going back and listening to it when I was in the editing stages I mean just I sounded really bad I, I know it was horrible and so I apologize for that give me a little wee leeway when you're uh, going back and listening to those but anyhow uh, the other thing I did have a second update as well so during that podcast, I mentioned that an HBO Silicon Valley had started up again and that I no longer had access to HBO to watch that show. So I was trying to figure out how I was going to do the uh, series and if I was going to be able to watch it or not. And one of my buddies actually is hooking me up and he is recording them for me. So I'm actually getting to watch them. So I've seen the first two episodes. I haven't gotten the third episode, which just aired this past weekend. Haven't had a chance to watch that one yet, but uh, the first two episodes, funny as always, just hilarious. It's funny that this year one of the main characters, uh, T.J. Miller's not on the show. So one of the more minor characters the past few seasons is becoming more of a major character this year. That's Jing Yang, and it's just it's hilarious, the whole part going on with him. He's trying to take over for T.J. Miller's character, and uh, it's it's. I don't know. I just I can't stop laughing at the guy. He's just too funny. Uh, this is one of those shows that's a water cooler show for us at work with me and a couple guys. And uh, I don't know. It's just too funny. Uh, he's trying to say that the guy's dead so that he can have his house and his 10% stake in this business. And uh, he's trying to figure out, and he's like trying to get bodies from, shipped from China, and he can't do that. And he's like, well, he's a big fat pig, so he ends up getting a pig taking it and getting it cremated and then saying it's actually 
the cremation of this guy and proving that he's dead. And I mean, so far it looks like it's going in his favor. However, he's run into some hiccups along the way, but it's just, it's just too funny. It's, it's a funny situation to watch. So, uh, that show's hitting the mark for me so far. Um, let's see what else. Uh, other than that, I've been watching normal shows. The flash just came back this week. I'm glad that's back. I'm really enjoying that show. I know a lot of people are saying it's getting kind of run down. It felt that way for me as well, but I think it's because it's getting ready to get into May sweeps and that, so it's starting to amp up and get to the end of the season, so it's kind of starting to put everything together. That's a good thing, so it's getting better for me. Um, Arrow's been on, and Arrow's been running fine. That's been a good show. Legends of Tomorrow ended. So that was pretty interesting. Uh, spoiler alert, they had one character leave, and then you got an idea of who's going to be on full-time next year. The one character who left is the uh, Amaya character who plays Vixen. She always kind of knew she was going to have to. That was kind of the whole deal this whole season, was at some point she was going to have to leave and go back so that her uh, amulet and her legacy could carry on and move on to the next generation of her grandkids. Uh, but the other one was at the very end, you see that Constantine's joining the show. So he did a couple guest arcs this year, and, and you know, the character who plays him is pretty good. You know, I never watched the actual show Constantine when it was on. I think that was like two years ago or something like that. Um, that was on NBC, and it didn't go too well, and it got canceled. I don't even think it made it through a whole season, but the actor seems pretty good, decent, so I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see him come on. Uh, we'll take the show, I think, more into a demon supernatural way versus just the team you know dealing with their own situations but maybe that'll make it a little fresher i don't know so that'll be interesting to see how that one goes talked about arrow um news just came out that roy harper will be back next season the full time uh which is interesting because he just left he was on as a, a little story arc and left with uh, the Green Arrow sister, Thea. So my guess, and this, is, this again, this is just me totally, you know, taking a stab out in dark, but my thought is um, when he left, he left with the Green Arrow sister to go on so she could fight the League of Assassins, the new League of Assassins, and go destroy and do fighting and all that kind of stuff. My thought is at the end of the season, he's going to come back and he's going to be missing his arm. I think, because uh, the character in the comic book's arsenal is what he plays. He uh, doesn't have an arm. He's got a mechanical arm. So my thought is he's going to uh, come back, be in some bad shape. Maybe his sister will drop him off or something like that, and somehow, some way, he would have gotten hurt, and he's not going to have his arm. He's going to be missing an arm. And so then I think Felicity and, uh, oh, I can't think of his name, Mr. Terrific, I think their company, their business, is going to create an arm for Roy Harper, and that's next season when he's back as a, you know, a series regular. That's what his story arc will be, where he's training and learning to use this new arm and things like that. So, I, th- I think that's where they're going to go with it. And uh, that again, this is just my guess, um, as always. Um, by the time you get this, you know, we have plenty of time till next season. So, let me know what your thoughts are. You know, do you think this is a possible uh, connection for what's going to happen next season? I don't know, uh, but hit me up. I'm trying Dan at gmail.com. Uh, I am T R Y I N G D A N at gmail.com. 
and uh, let me know your thoughts. See if uh, am I way off base? You think uh, am I totally losing it, or do you think I'm I'm right on and good good route for the show to go? I don't know. We'll see. So those are the main ones I've been watching, and then uh, Walking Dead. Watch that one. Uh, Agents of Shield. That's kind of it's kind of weird now that they're back. I was like, oh yeah, it's getting better. It's getting better. And now it's kind of getting back into. Well, who knows what's really happening. So, uh, Dove Cameron's out, though, so, you know, it's kind of different. I'm used to seeing her uh, on the Disney shows that my kids watch. So, seeing her on this show is something, something different. makes it a little interesting. But, uh, yeah, we'll see where Agent Shield ends up on the season. Uh, it's kind of these ones that every week I'm never sure where it's going to be. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, I'm starting Jessica Jones. I'm about four or five episodes in, so I'm about halfway in. I feel it's a lot like last last season. It, it's very slow and very taking taking a while to get into it. Uh, I know a couple of my buddies at work have already shot through the whole thing. I'm a little late getting into it, so uh, I'm gonna have to talk with them and see. And uh, does this get better at the end? Is it like the other one? Where the other one to me was very slow. You know, getting halfway, three quarters in the season, and then it finally picked up for me. So I don't know if this one's gonna be the same way or not. Um, let's see, and lastly, if I've been watching, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, I haven't been watching too much else. Uh, in our house, we've been watching the movie The Greatest Showman. Uh, you know, I, I have a house full of women, so, um, it's not hard to do. Uh, we, we bought the movie, so I woke up, I don't know, I think it was like two weeks ago, it was like the Saturday before Easter, and uh, as like a Saturday, we actually had nothing going on in our household, so my wife actually let me sleep in for a couple hours, bless her soul, and uh, I woke up, I come out into the family room, and the kids got on YouTube playing all these clips from The Greatest Showman, now my, my wife and oldest daughter had gone and seen the movie already, at the movies, when it was out, and uh came back and just, oh, how great this movie is and how great it is. You know, my wife's always been into musicals and that as it is, so it didn't surprise me. And My daughter, it was like a birthday party, and that's how she saw it, you know. So they were like, oh, no, it's great, it's great, and it's a really family show and all this, and just going on and on. And like I said, this morning, I woke that, that morning, I woke up, and they just kept playing clips and playing clips and playing clips. And, you know, I got little kids, so they're just dancing all the songs and all this. And I'm just like, after about the third or fourth time of hearing it, I was like, all right, that's enough. It's time for Dad to control the TV now. It's been a couple hours. and But I was like, all right, you know, tunes didn't seem too bad. So I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. So uh sat there and listened to it. And uh everything was good. And, my wife was talking about it. She's like, oh, I can't wait till it comes out. I can't wait till it comes out. And I was like, well, you know, why don't we see if we can rent it, like on Voodoo or something, maybe tomorrow night, Easter night. You know, my parents were coming into town, and I was like, we'll rent it. And, you know, maybe they haven't seen it, and they can watch it. And if you say it's that's good, and you guys will get to watch it. And my wife's all excited. So went on Voodoo and looked, and sure enough, you couldn't rent it yet. It was, it was too early because the movie actually hadn't been out yet on DVD. I think it is at this point, but... Matter of fact, I know it is because Voodoo had a deal. They said you can buy it early and you can have the digital copy now and own it. Or you can buy it with the DVD and then we'll ship you the DVD when it actually comes out with DVD on DVD. So I was looking at it and it was nineteen ninety nine to buy it. Uh, 
Uh, it's HDX on Voodoo, which is like their version of 1080p. Not the 4K, but, you know, the high def. And uh, I was like, all right, you know, I was like, well, we can't rent it, it's, but we could buy it for 19M. I was like, oh, this would definitely be a good one to buy. I, I'd say let's buy it, let's buy it. Well, then I'm looking. So it was 19.99 to buy it for digital HDX. Or it was 1996 to buy the digital HDX version with the Blu-ray. Hmm. So for three cents less, now granted, uh, that doesn't show. It was like a dollar something. I think they charged shipping for the C, uh, the DVD. So it did come out to like a little over a dollar more. But for a little over a dollar more, I got not only the digital copy, but I also got the uh, DVD Blu-ray itself. So I was like, all right, let's order it. So we did. We bought it. Um, parents came into town that night. We sat there and said, Hey, we're going to watch a show. And they're like, Oh, it's a great show. It's a great show. Everybody had seen it but me. So I was like, All right, uh, let's sit here and watch the show. I watched it. Sure enough, it, it, it is a really good show. Now, that being said, since then, I think I've seen it two more times. So, less than a week and a half, I've seen it two more times. And I've seen parts of it I don't know how many times because every time I come home, just about the kids have it on. So it wears on you there, and I see myself stuck at work humming the songs or with the songs in my head. I can't get them out of my head, so it's got something to it, but I'm surprised it didn't. I told my wife, I'm surprised it didn't do better at the Oscars. Um, one of the songs was up for an Oscar, and it didn't even win that, but other than that, it really wasn't in the Oscars for anything, which kind of shocking. I thought it was really good. Hugh Jackman did a great job, and the movie set was just really good, so that was interesting. So that's pretty much what we've been watching around our house. Um, not too much more than that. Uh, let's see, what else been going on? Woodworking, hey. Trying to do woodworking. I think I've mentioned this before, you know, it's something that's kind of become a new hobby of mine, but something that I've been very into for the last few years. I just never, ever get a chance to do it. Um, I actually had a chance to do some more. I think I mentioned in one of the other podcasts I was able to take some wood to my parents' house uh, a couple weekends ago. My dad has a table saw and ripped some of the wood that I wanted and he have it ready. If I didn't, I did do that. Um, two of the things I've been looking to build was uh, a shelf for a laptop. Now, this is all on French cleats. Um, that way it's not sitting on my workbench because it's been sitting on the workbench. This way I can have it actually mounted on the wall. That way if I wanted to put something in my OneNote or pull up something on YouTube, although I do have a TV in the garage to do the YouTube, but if I wanted to do that or if there was something I needed to look up or something, you know, a piece I wanted to look at ordering or something, but I was in the garage, I could do it and not have to use my phone. I had the opportunity to do that, so uh, I was able to actually put the shelf together. It, it, it turned out okay. As always with any project I do, something that would take probably most people, you know, 20 minutes a half hour probably took me I don't know how many <laughs> it took a couple hours but I had time to go out there and do it um one of the things that turned out very bad on it though were uh you know this is and this is strictly you know from watching other people on YouTube uh specifically one person in general April Wilkerson I think I mentioned her before um she has a, a great section on uh French cleat uh power tool holders so if you're on YouTube, look her up. Take a look there. Um, I'm a subscriber to her. She's she's really good. I like what she's doing. Right now she's building a shop. Um, so it's interesting to watch that whole process. But anyhow, 
going off tangent. Um, one of the things I had to build for this were the, were the side supports, which are uh, almost like a triangle in a way. So doing that, you know, since I don't have a chop saw, I don't have a table saw, and my dad, you know, there was, I didn't have a, a jig or anything at my dad's on his table saw to be able to do those. I probably should have done them on a chop saw, but I was kind of hesitant to, to get that going over there. Um, my dad doesn't do a lot of stuff like that, I mean. So I was kind of like, you know what, I'll just I'll cut these with my jigsaw when I get home. So I was home here, got all my jigsaw. It's a, it's a nice jigsaw. It's, it's fairly brand new because I've hardly ever used it. Um, It's a Black & Decker, though. And not that I got anything against Black & Decker. I love Black & Decker stuff. And I have my first cordless drills were black and decker. So good thing about this one was that it ran out the same batteries. Well, all my power tools now are mostly Ryobi cordless ones that run on batteries. So I went out there and uh, I was cutting all these, making sure I had all the pieces ready to go. I had to make a few, you know, uh, use the drill on a couple things, put some holes in some spots. But I really, the main thing I had to do was cut these supports first and get these side pieces ready so I could start putting everything together. Well, I don't know. I, I th I'm blaming it on the blade. I think the blade I had, it was just the one that came with it. It was pretty stock. Well, let me back up. First thing, I go to use this jigsaw, and all of a sudden I realized I have not been charging my Black & Decker batteries. So that kind of paused everything. So I did what I could do without having to make those cuts. And during that time, I had the Black & Decker batteries charging. I went in the house, did a couple more things. Finally, a couple hours later, came outside, put the batteries in, and I go to make these cuts. Now, any cuts that I had to do that was cross-grain or with the grain seemed to work pretty pretty fine. It uh, didn't seem to be a big issue. But as soon as I was doing these uh, angled cuts, which obviously was cross-grain but on an angle as well, the the saw just was not liking it. Uh, it was very jagged. Um, it should be like, you know, you watch people, you know, on YouTube or wherever, and it looks like they're, you know, cutting it no problem, cutting it with butter. You know, like I said, you, you could do circles and all kinds of stuff. Well, I started looking into it later. I'm not sure that I had a plywood grade blade. Or I, I can't even remember what they call it on the blades. But anyhow, I... Decided two things. One, because of the battery issue, I was going to go buy a Ryobi uh, jigsaw. I had some gift cards from Christmas, so I was like, and a lot of their products were on sale this week. They did a spring Black Friday, I guess they called it. So I went ahead and uh, purchased myself a Ryobi jigsaw. Haven't used it yet. Um, this was done after I had the opportunity to cut those angles. So I did the angles. Made those cuts, and uh, it came out really bad. So then I was like, well, I can use a chisel to help get some of these bad cuts that I have in here and get them more leveled off. I don't have a chisel. So I was like, okay, I don't have a chisel. I don't have a decent thing. So I ended up buying the Ryobi uh, jigsaw. I bought myself a set of jigsaw blades that actually there does have plywood grade blades as well as like scroll blades so that I can do better circles and curves and things like that more easily. Um, that was another thing I learned from <clears throat> researching the issue. And then I bought myself a set of chisels as well. 
So to cut these angled things, which I did end up doing, ended up having to do a lot of sanding, a lot of filing, um, kind of a pain in the butt. But you know what? In the end, these aren't necessarily supposed to look pretty. You use, you know, uh, scrap wood in most cases to get these made. It's just something to hold your tools, get them up out of the way, make use of wall space, things like that. So uh, it's never as easy as it looks. Let's just put it that way. So I got it made. Um, it, it's working fine. I ran into a situation where my measurements were off just a tad bit. So, so it's kind of a super tight fit on the laptop, which is good because since it's hanging on the wall, I don't have to worry about the laptop falling out. Uh, the flip side though is, is if I go to open it, you know, sometimes it wants to rub on the side of the, the laptop's, uh, top half when you're opening up, but that, that's okay. Not a big deal. So, uh. I made it and it worked out and it, it seems pretty good. I got to get some power up on the wall so it's not necessarily always going back to the power that I have connected to my uh, workbench. But uh, that's something that'll come later. I'll, I'll figure that part out. I don't, I'm probably going to get more charging station up on the on the wall possibly too. Uh, I'm not 100% on that yet. So if I do that, it makes sense to put a uh, power strip on the wall. So made that next thing that I'm going to have to work on and finish up I've got it halfway done is uh it's a drill nailer holder so I'm sure you've seen a lot of, if if you're into this kind of stuff and you looked at this stuff on YouTube you've seen this before again just go on YouTube type in French cleat tool holders and you'll get all kinds of stuff and, and pretty much everybody's got the same basic two or three ideas and you know it's just how they do it and sh what they show you so um, that's the next thing. So I, I've debated on recutting the panels. I could probably do it fairly easily. Um, like I said, I have this new jigsaw now. So this is, this is what caught me and what really pushed me to get the jigsaw was for the, the nailer holder. I took a spade bit and, or I'm sorry, not a spade bit, but a pole saw connected it to the drill and drilled holes and, and one couple of spot spade bit as well just depend on how big the holes I needed and I, I got the holes drilled and that's the one part for the holder you know it's like the back part of it and then normally what you do is you'd get in the hole then with your uh, jigsaw and just straight cut out and so you're cutting out like a kind of a, a rectangular section well that was with the grain and it should have went fairly easily and I still had a lot of issues so I'm not sure if it was the battery power because the batteries weren't fully charged at that point. Um, if I would have waited a day or something, maybe they would have cut better. Or if it was the blade, I, I'm thinking more it was the blade, but I think it was one of those two things. In the end, here's the I'd rather have all my power tools running the same batteries. So I've been really happy with Ryobi. I got a ton of drills. I got a nailer. They're all using the Ryobi. We have a, a vacuum in the house that hangs on the wall, you know, like a little... Uh, Oh, like the old, <laughs> I should say, it replaced our Black & Decker uh, handbag. So with all that, I was like, you know, I'm just going to buy it. And then I'm going to take the Black & Decker one. We're going to have a garage sale here in about a month. And I'm going to put it in a garage sale and sell it. If I can get, you know, 15, 20 bucks for it, great. I'll be happy. Uh, that's not half of what I paid for this new one, but. No, it'll be a decent amount back. And I decided at the same time, since I now have like three, four drills, I think, that are Ryobi, I'm going to go ahead and sell my Black & Decker cordless drills as well. 
So maybe I'll put them both in there, like 20, 25 bucks a piece or, you know, 40 bucks for both or something. I don't know. I just get rid of them. One that's a couple less tools I have to hang on to and deal with. And uh, then I don't have to worry about the battery issue anymore. I, I do use those batteries still. I, I will use the batteries still um, for the moment at least. Uh, I use them for my uh, weed eater. So I'll have to hang on to a couple of the batteries and the chargers just for that. But other than that... Um, I have real, really no need for the Black & Decker stuff anymore. Seems like, I hate to say it, but, you know, they're starting to lose the, the battle of the power tools between DeWalt and Ryobi and Bosch and um, Milwaukee and that. So I think uh, I'm going to kind of jump ship on that stuff myself. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been trying lately. I'm hoping, like I said, finish up that drill nailer holder this weekend. I think... From looking at our schedule for the household, there might be a couple spots where I have a little bit of time to get out in the garage. Uh, it's supposed to be a nice weekend. I do need to get the girls out, start playing catch with them. I got one that's uh, getting ready to start softball for the first time, and then I got uh, the other ones in uh, t-ball. So got to get them going and get them ready for that. I think practice starts this weekend for the so kids in softball. So uh, I really got to get her back in the in the throw of things and. Get her used to throwing and all that again. Uh, we'll see how uh, the season goes with that. But anyhow, one of the things I do want to try uh, and try to get going on, and my goal between now and the next podcast is checking out SketchUp. Uh, a lot of these woodworkers on YouTube use SketchUp. They'll go ahead and make their plans in that ahead of time, or, or just you know draw around and play around with stuff and try to come up with ideas. And, I don't know, it looks pretty cool, and I actually have access to, to use uh, SketchUp. So I have access to SketchUp, so I'll, I think I'm going to go ahead and install it and just play around with it and use it. I I could ask a couple people at work, and I'm sure they can show me some more things as well, but I think I'm just going to try to figure it out on my own when I have some time. Um, but that'd be something cool. So we'll we'll see. Maybe uh, podcast number four, when uh, you hear that, I'll be saying, yeah, hey, hey, I'm trying uh, SketchUp, and... I was able to use it, so we'll see how that goes. But besides that, that's pretty much what's been going on the last couple of weeks here for me. Um, I did find a new guy on YouTube and started following him. He's a, he's a woodworker as well. I think it's, uh, I'm going to get this wrong, but it's Weber Woodshop. Uh, the gentleman looks like he just started his, uh, his video series this year, uh, 2018. So that's one thing that kind of interests me. It's nothing old. It's going to be newer stuff. He, he, stuff he's made so far is really nice looking um the guy made a shop in his garage over the last four or five years basically and now he said he's got his shop done so now he wants to start doing a youtube channel so it'll be interesting to see how that goes for him i was like hey i kind of feel you you know i'm trying this podcast thing out you he's trying out the youtube so we'll see how that works out for him but uh so uh, i believe it's weber wood shop so we'll see and uh, it's pretty pretty good. He's got some good stuff on there. I think he's part time or a full time fireman. I think he said so, does something else part time, and this is just his hobby. So I like it. It's pretty interesting. So a lot of these guys they keep their videos to ten fifteen minutes, and that's nice because you can sit there on a break, pull it up on the computer, watch you know watch a video, and be like, ah, that was satisfying. That was that was something good. So I learned something there. Or that was a cool idea. You can walk away happy. So. Uh, that's pretty much it for me though. So, hey, uh, like I said, start shooting me feedback. I'm trying Dan at gmail.com. 
Uh, we'll bring that into uh, as a segment on this podcast, probably, like I said, more in the beginning, go through that stuff, get it out of the way. Um, as this goes along, I'll tell you, I'm really starting to think I need to get a better mic. Uh, just because this one, uh, as I'm sitting here recording this, I can see it's picking up every breath I take. And even though I'm trying to constantly be talking, since it's just me talking to myself, at the same time, it's like I'm I'm nervous to take a breath because I know I'm going to have to go back and edit it out because I do edit all those out or as much as I can. I'm sure you guys, if you're listening, you're going to catch different spots where uh, I have breaths in there. And things like that. So if if you do catch that, tell me what you think. Should I leave them in there? Is that normal? Uh, I don't know. To me, I just don't like listening to it. Um, when I'm playing these back and I'm listening and doing the editing, I'm like, I like to go and blank those out and zero them out. Sometimes I even uh, cut the time out. You know, I'll cut a little nanoseconds out of there because I'm like, it, it speeds up the podcast to me. So let me know what you think. Either way, uh, let me know what you think of the podcast. Give me feedback. Like I said, I'm I'm open to it. Bad, good, whatever. Uh, again, it's I'm trying Dan at gmail.com. And uh, till next time, this is Dan, and I'm trying. Later. Intro and outro music for this podcast created by Scott Kula. RSS feed for this podcast found at imtryingdan.podbean.com. Until next time, I'm Dan Harris, and I'm trying. Are you?